All right. Hello and welcome to the Admin Bar, the community and podcast connecting the people with the products, lessons, and strategies to help push their business forward. My name is Kyle Van Dusen and with me is my good friend and co-host Matt Siebert. How's it going today, Matt? It is going well. There's a couple of police and fire trucks outside, so I, I, I wanted to see what was happening, but it's too far away. Oh, yeah, well. it's funny when that happens, all the neighbors come out to see what's going on Definitely guilty of that, but then it's like something bad, and you feel really guilty for being out there staring at people, right? So yeah, probably best to just stay inside and record a podcast. Exactly. All right. Well, we'll do it. Uh, so today we're going to be discussing uh, allowing your care plan clients to be on their own hosting versus mandating they stay on your hosting. And this topic was something that was brought up inside the group a few weeks back. And I think there's quite a few things we can dig into here. And even before this call started, me and Matt went back and forth uh, on a few things. So I think we can try to iron some of this out and help people out before they make some of the mistakes that uh, me and you both have. But before we get to that, I do want to take care of a few things here. I want to uh, make sure everybody stops by our website, theadminbar.com, where you can find uh, show notes to this episode, all of our past episodes, tons of articles, products, our job board, and links to subscribe to our weekly newsletter, The Friday Chaser. And if you're not a part of our community, which was recently voted the number one WordPress community and is nearing just about 5,000 members, then we definitely love to have you. You can join by going to theadminbar.com forward slash group, and you just have to answer a couple little questions and we'll let you write in. And also we need to thank today's sponsor, which is The Content Lab. The Content Lab provides reliable, white-label content writing services for digital agencies and their clients. Whether it's content strategy, website copy, lead magnets, blogs, or even email marketing and newsletters, The Content Lab has you covered. Now, I've been working personally with Abby and her team for well over a year now, and what I like best is the complete peace of mind I have when I send a project her way. I know I won't be waiting ages for clients to send copy, and I know the copy my clients get will be perfectly formatted for the web, optimized for search engines, and conversion focused. Now, if you're struggling with copy, then I would suggest you head on over to thecontentlab.ie. Yes, they are Irish, and let Abby know we sent you. I think you'll be as surprised as I was at just how affordable it is, and I know you'll be blown away with their work. All right. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this week's episode. We're so glad to have you on board. And Abby and her crew are some of uh, the folks I use for copywriting for my agency. We use her for the admin bar and all kinds of things. So definitely can't say enough good things about the content lab. And I'm super proud to have them on board as a sponsor of the show. All right. So let's uh, jump in here and start talking about this. I've I've broken up this conversation a little bit into a few parts. And I think the most obvious place to start is what are some of the issues that come along with if you let your client pick out a host, whoever they're already hosting with or whoever they want to host with, but you're doing all the care plan maintenance stuff for their website. Uh, so I think there's lots of issues here. And I think the the first thing I thought of was when the site goes down, right? So uh, I connect Uptime Robot to all my projects. And if the site goes down, I get an email notification. Um, so I'd like to say I have a really good process for when this happens, like step-by-step step what I do, I kind of wing it, but there are like common things I do each time to try to figure out, okay, what the hell is the problem here? And if I don't have access to all the hosting stuff, it's not all my hosting stuff that I can jump right into, then it screws up all that process, right? So a lot of times I'll notice like, you know, me and you both have, um, sites on Cloudways, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. So 
I'll notice if one site goes down, I might get three or four sites that go down all at the same time. And it's like, bingo, I know exactly what the problem is. It's this specific server. I can go to it, figure out what's going on, get it restarted, whatever it needs to be. Um, so I can debug some of those things really quickly. Or, you know, uh, when it's on my hosting, I know the bill has been paid for. Like, I'm sure we've all had the clients who just forget mm-hmm. to pay the bill, right? And so if if the client's taking care of all that, then now I got to like, insert into my process is the bill for this hosting paid and that's kind of a hard thing for me to debug on my end you know and another thing is like um i have some clients that host with kinsta kinsta is really really good about telling you when they're going to do like scheduled maintenance and then doing that scheduled maintenance exactly when they say they will it's usually in the middle of the night it's usually a couple minutes and it's fine Uh, but they send out notifications about all that but how many times are your clients going to let you know Hey, uh, Kinsta told me they're going to do uh, maintenance tonight, so don't worry about it if the site goes down. Because I'll wake up in the morning, and like, oh, three sites went down. What happened? You know, and before I realize what happened, uh, you know, it's just a pain in the butt. And yeah, another thing that uh, that like I find um, particularly annoying about self-host is they usually, I mean, may, maybe not usually, but in in many cases they'll go with the cheapest hosting and mm-hmm. because of that it slows down my process like crazy if i'm if i'm running updates on plugins i have one site that they're they're hosting with a, a small host out in vermont and they have been for a really long time they've got a great relationship and because of that they wanted to stay there fine like do that just know that you know it doesn't really have the resources that you you should have and the backing up like process, the uh, the updates, everything takes so much longer. And that's like, do you charge more for that care plan because they're on an, another? Like, I don't. But now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I should because it does take more time. Yeah. And I think that maintenance thing is huge. Not only, uh, you know, in your case where maybe that server's slower to respond to things, but you know, I got nearly 50 sites that I'm updating, right? And it's not a huge amount, but it's it's not, you know, nothing either. But, you know, one way that makes that more manageable and one thing I've learned over time of doing this is like the more I can keep my stack the same from project to project to project, mm-hmm. the easier it is to do these updates because I can update one or two sites and know pretty well that it's going to work across all the sites because they're all using the same thing. Right. But when you put different hosting in that mix, you're... you're you're changing one of the variables at the very top of the hierarchy, right? You know, because it's all the way back at the host. So the way these these plugins might up are uh, these updates for these plugins might work on my hosting versus somebody else's hosting could be totally different. So now I have a whole different set of variables I have to track for when I'm doing plugin and theme updates and stuff. So it's it's a whole nother step in the process of just doing the maintenance part, like just updating plugins, which should be a fairly easy. I mean, I know some people go, I don't think either one of us, but some people go to the trouble of like create staging, do all the updates on staging, push it all out to live. I test on a couple and then hit update all, you know? Yeah, I'll usually test on my own website. And if that goes down, well, I'll get around to it, but it's not a client site. And again, like you said, my tech stack is very similar to all my clients. So if I don't see any issues, most cases, they're not either. Right. And, and that also goes for like when you want to implement new software, right? So 
not long ago, I got on the Perf Matters train and I'm like, okay, this is fantastic. This solves tons of problems, right? Um, doing load, loading Google Analytics and fonts, Google fonts locally, and a lot of the performance stuff that's built into Perf Matters. I'm like, great. So I think like, you know, like you, I tested on my own site first. It's working mm-hmm. fantastic on my site. Take a couple other sites, know it could really help put it on those. It's going great. And so at that point, I'm like, okay, I'm going to throw this on all my sites now. You know, I bought a license where I can put it on all my sites. We'll be good to go. Uh, but that becomes more complicated when I got to deal with different hosting environments. It's working great on my servers, the way my servers are set up, but that doesn't mean it's going to work great on whatever random Vermont host my clients are using, right? So it makes it a lot harder to like update things, change things, add new things to your stack because you have all these different variables you got to worry about. Yeah. And, you know, one of the reasons that it was, it was kind of like breaking my own rule about, you know, self-hosting and being on a care plan was that like because that uh, that clients there's their sites just it's not updated often or at least uh, like you know the 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 back end is they don't add much it's pretty much a static site so if it does go down it's not going to harm this client nearly as much as it would say a a e-commerce site or sure. you know something that has like constantly updating and and it needs like frequent backups and everything like that where like it's it's really it's it's important to have solid hosting and probably the hosting that the developer or you know whoever is managing that site has full control over right and you know some of this is solved if your client's going to use their own hosting but it's a hosting you're comfortable with like my clients that use kinsta Totally cool with that. I'm comfortable in Kinsta. Obviously, Kinsta is awesome. So no problems there. Mm -hmm. But you still do have the problem of like uh, two-factor authentication problems. So if you do need to log in in an emergency, sometimes that can be an issue. And I know there there's some uh, providers that do that better than others or make that easier than others. But it's still a pain in the ass that, you know, maybe I have to contact my client and coordinate some kind of code or authorization or whatever to let me in. And if that's happening at four o'clock in the morning, cause I happen to be up and their sites down, you know, that's just a, a whole other layer that we got to deal with. And it slows the process down and it makes it take more time. And now I can't fit it into my process exactly the way I want to. Yeah. Especially those, uh, those two factors that, that have like a very limited time frame. Mm-hmm. Like you almost have to be on a phone call with that client. Like it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Or, or it takes like the three or four emails back and forth, like, hey, I need to do two-factor authentication, okay? And they're like, okay. And I'm like, all right, are you at your computer now? And then you don't hear anything for an hour. And then they write back and they say yes. And then you're not there. So then you got to write them back later and say, oh, I'm sorry, I went to my computer. Are you th-? What a pain in the ass. Exactly. So, yeah. So I think, I think that for me is like some of the biggest challenges, the issues that come with letting them use their own host. Um, but like your client that's, uh, that's got their hosting set up because they already have a relationship with that host, how, how do we better convince our clients that they should leave that host and come onto ours? So what have you done? It sounds like you hadn't pushed too hard on this specific client, but I know there's been other clients you've gotten them to move. So what kind of tactics did you use to get them onto your hosting? Um, honestly, I usually wait until they complain. Um, and they're going to come to me for that complaint because I built the site and they're going to say, Hey, what's going on? It takes forever for my site to load. Like things aren't working the way that, uh, that we anticipated them to. And that's a really easy rebuttal. It's just, Hey, 
you know, this, this will work, but you need more resources. You need this, you need that. And your current host doesn't offer it, or you need to spend more, et cetera. And if you're going to be upgrading there, it's probably more cost effective to wrap it up into the, uh, the care plan, because I'm not going to charge you extra for, you know, those things that that other host might. So right. at that point for me, it's actually pretty easy. So if, if I know that a client is leaning towards or they're planning on using their own hosting or maybe even not having a care plan. I try to be extra careful about when I'm, when the site's on the development server, which is my server running all the speed tests, performance tests and all that stuff, when mm -hmm. it's completely optimized and working perfectly, uh, send them those reports. Then we launch their site on their server and run those reports again. And we can see like in black and white, Hey, there's obviously a huge difference here. But I think, I think part of the problem is clients might think you're just trying to sell something to them because they don't understand yep. all these things. Right. So we just talked about 50 reasons why it's going to make it more difficult if I'm managing the site, but I'm not hosting it, but they don't understand all those things. I didn't really think about all those things till I sat down to like write the, the outline for this show. Right. So I hadn't even thought all those things. So there's no way the client's going to. So I, I think one thing that's helpful is like trying to explain some of these issues to clients, obviously client friendly terms, but like why this, uh, makes it harder for us to do a good job with their website. And not only that, but I think let them know what your other clients are doing, right? So most of my clients end up going with my hosting because of XYZ, because they want to avoid this problem or because it, they don't have to deal with this or that or whatever those things may be. But I think when they know that's what other people are doing or that's the common way to do it, they feel more comfortable doing it rather than you just telling them to do it, you know? Yeah. And like you said, um, I mean, the amount of things that like, honestly, I'm just thinking about it now, but the things that we push on clients, like almost immediately or right after like one right after the other, like we're selling them a website, then we're selling them a care plan, then we're selling them maybe like privacy policies and TOS through Termageddon, or, you know, it's just, it's one thing after another. Um, and honestly, I don't really mention hosting um, when I like, or not as like a, a main topic, uh, to broach when I'm talking to clients, it's really just talking about the care plan. Um, and, and I just say, you know, I, I wrap it in with that. So it's, you're sure. getting hosting that's included everything else. And it's, it's a one, uh, like one price a month. Um, and I think that helps like kind of consolidate the amount of things that you're trying to push on them. And we all know that privacy policies are are pretty much mandatory nowadays. Like all of these things that we're trying to sell them are are things that they actually need, but because they don't know what they don't know, it's it could sell or it could seem really salesy depending on how you you go about doing that. Right. Yeah, and I think the idea of making it simpler for them, like now you'll just have one bill. You don't have to pay the host and then pay me. It's all wrapped up into one. Yeah, uh, funny you mentioned that. I got an email just like two days ago from a client that is hosting elsewhere. And he was like, hey, um, you know, they must be going through their finances this year, um, hmm. like prepping for taxes and all that. Um, and I got an email from them saying like, hey, like just to, to like be clear about this, like what are these invoices that I'm getting like from, you know, Cloudways and, and this, that and the other thing. Um, so yeah, like they, they don't really know. Yeah, for sure. No, there, there's no doubt that, uh, you, that's why those scam, uh, uh, um, 
letters you get in the mail that says it's time to renew, whatever. Yeah. And they have nothing to do with anything. That's why clients fall for them. That's why you get those letters because it works. You know, people are paying those made up invoices, you know, because there's just, it's just too much crap. Clients don't have time for all this to figure it all out. Um, and, And I have shared some of those like nightmare stories with my clients, not not as a scare tactic, but as like real life, this is, you know, I had a client that was on their own hosting and X, Y, Z, this happened or that happened. Any of those stories of things that have happened in the past, I think helps, helps it make it more real for them instead of just a sales, sales pitch. You know, if, if you know, all these problems exist and we can better sell some of these things to the clients, do you think we need to have like a a hard line in the sand of if you're on my care plan, you have to be on my hosting. I think when we first started talking about it, that's kind of the way you felt, but then you mentioned you do have some uh, exceptions to the rule that you'll make. So where do, where do you stand on this? I do. And mine is almost the, the other way around. Um, if you're on my hosting, you have to be on my care plan. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm not going to have, you know, like that, that's a, that's a security risk. That's, that's a bunch of things that I don't want to deal with. Um, so that's my mandatory. If they want to go and host their own site, like I'm not going to push them. It's not that like big a deal. Yes. Like it might be more of a pain in the butt to, to upgrade or, um, you know, update their, their plugins. It might be slower. Eventually I think that they're going to see that. Um, and in most cases that eventuality is them coming onto my own hosting because they're already, you know, paying the care plan <clears throat> and because my, like my, the, the base hosting that I offer is pretty much fine for most of the, the types of sites and clients that I have, like they're not going to be spending any additional money, right? So dropping their current, uh, hosting and, and hopping onto mine is in most cases going to save them money. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's a huge deal when you're talking about a few sites, you know, when you're getting started and when you have 10, 15, 20 sites under care, Mm -hmm. you know, and you have to deal with all the problems we talked about with somebody on their own hosting, but at scale, it becomes a bigger and bigger problem. You know, if, if you have one or two sites on one or two different hosts, okay, no big deal. Maybe it adds five extra minutes a week or whatever. But if you have, you know, 50 sites on 20 different hosts, that becomes really unmanageable at some point. So I feel like in order to help future proof things, I think I do need a better policy on this. So the clients that I have that are on their own hosting, I think the Kinston ones, this client in particular, I really don't have an issue because I can get into his site or his hosting really easily. And I don't worry much about Kinsta, but the other couple that I have, I think I do need to change the rate on that. I think I do need to make that a policy that if you're going to be on my care, uh, but not my hosting, then there's a, a higher charge for that because I have to jump through all these extra hoops. Mm-hmm. I think it's a totally justifiable reason to charge them more. You know, obviously you're gonna have to do some explaining for it, but, but um, cause I don't want this problem to scale in my agency where I do have to track down all these additional things, you know? Yeah. And then like, you know, you, you have the, uh, the added issue of now you have all of these passwords, all of these, you know, all these login information on either like on your computer or saved in, you know, some, somewhere. And that's, that's a liability that I don't want either. Like, I don't want to have a collection of a bunch of client passwords like that. That doesn't seem good. You know, I guess, I guess we kind of ignored some of the maybe potential pros 
Yeah, so I wanted it, to ask, like, I mean, we're hitting this as like mostly negative, but are there uh -huh. any any pros to the clients just going off on their own? So I guess if you need to offboard a client, let's say you fire one or they decide they don't like you anymore, whatever the case may be, you're not going to take care of their website anymore. Obviously, it's easier if you don't have to migrate the site to another host. Mm -hmm. So that would be a pro. Obviously, you don't want to like set yourself up to fail better. You it's know, a that's pro wrapped in a con, thing. really. Right. Yeah. But other than that, I can't think of a ton of, I mean, maybe your clients feel like they have more autonomy. Like maybe that's one thing. Possibly I don't know. like more ownership of the site in, right. in a way. I think that, and it, and it hasn't happened at this point, but maybe if there was a client that say they needed a, uh, like a HIPAA server or, you know, something that like I don't offer or I wouldn't want to manage, mm -hmm. then in that case, absolutely go for it. And again, like this wouldn't happen very often. Um, so you wouldn't be accumulating a ton of extra ones out there. But again, there would still be that additional management. But I mean, I'm not going to offer a, a, a HIPAA server. Like that's absolutely right. insane to me. Um, and I would rather somebody else handle that. And in that case, absolutely, please go somewhere else for that. You know, you know as, as I say all this, and I start thinking about it, we definitely come to this conversation with a bias that we both want to host websites for clients. But there's a ton of people, I know a ton of people said in the group that they absolutely won't do it. Like mm -hmm. they don't want to be responsible for what the server's doing 24 hours a day. Now, I understand that. I don't want to be responsible for a server 24 hours a day either. So I just tell my clients that I'm not like, if I'm awake, I'll take care of it. And if I'm not, I won't, you know? So I guess one of the other pros would be is if they do have server issues, uh, the client's got to go to the host, not to me. Like that doesn't come through me. So I don't have that support burden on server related issues. They're going to go to you anyway, though. Yeah. And then there's 100%. that like that slightly negative uh, response email saying, oh, that's not me. Go somewhere else. And I hate sending those emails. Like, yeah, I have one client in particular. It's one of like they're one of my favorite clients. And I always try to do absolutely, you know, go over the top for these people. And it like, honestly, like my heart sinks every time they're like, Hey, this happened. Um, for example, they, they have like, they have a third party, uh, membership, uh, platform and that wasn't doing what it was supposed to. I don't have anything to do with that. That's a completely different agency. Um, and they always come to me for everything. And I had to say like, Hey, I, like that's not actually the, the like the main website, that's this other thing you're going to have to, to go with them. And unfortunately it was like, it was a like kind of a massive thing. Um, members weren't able to, to like schedule or book anything for however long. Um, and passing the buck, like it's not because I'm not like, that is not me, but it still in a way feels like I'm passing the buck and I don't want to ever do that with a client. Yeah. And I think that's inevitable if you're not hosting their website, they're going to come to you because I mean, they would prefer to come to you than call a 1-800 number and be stuck on hold and then have to deal with some hosting tech support people that's speaking a completely different language. You know exactly. I mean? so and, and in some cases, I will do that on the client's behalf and I'll be on, on hold for an hour or whatever. And I mean, again, that's more time out of my day and I should be charging more for stuff like that. But I just, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never really, like, I think when I started hosting sites for clients, I did it out of com 
complete ignorance. Like I just thought that's what you do and I'll just do that. So uh -huh. it, it didn't like scare me in any way because I didn't know any better. Right. So then when I hear people talk about, you know, they don't want to host, um, host their client sites, that did make me question it, but I've really, for, I can say a lot of bad things about Cloudways. Um, I've not been ultimately completely perfectly happy with their service, but the actual, the actual platform works so well for me. I rarely have issues with hosting. Like if servers go down, it's usually because like I've overloaded them or I've configured something wrong. It's usually on me, not on them. Um, and it's always something that I can remedy pretty quick. Um, I try to not go to their tech support much because I've, that's where I've had the most issues with them. But really? here lately, that has been better when I've had to jump on chats and stuff with them. But I think if you can get the hosting set up that you know you're comfortable with, that makes that a whole lot easier. Huh. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh, and and back uh, Cloudways support every time I've I've talked to them. It's been five, maybe seven minutes worth of worth of time, and it's fixed. And they're fast, so our experiences are quite different in that regard. Interesting. Well, there's been many times when I was uh, cussing them pretty badly, but you know, no I'm sure you could have that conversation about any company. Oh, for sure. All right. Well, I think the I think that about wraps it up for today. Uh, there's there's obviously quite a bit of facets to go into on all this, and it depends. Like I said, we pr we probably should have opened the show with uh, some of those pros and cons of hosting clients in the in the first place. But uh, I think the majority of people include that in their care plan. And for me, that's been one of the easiest ways to get clients on care plans is all that's already included, you know, but I would definitely love to hear everybody's thoughts on this topic. We'll have a dedicated thread for this episode inside the group. So if you go uh, inside the show notes, we'll have a link to it, or just go to the adminbar.com forward slash group. And that will take you into the group. You can find, uh, find this thread, drop your comments in there, let us know about your experience or anything we missed in here or good ways you have of getting clients onto your hosting. So all those relevance will be there and you can go to the adminbar.com forward slash podcast and find all these episodes. So make sure while you're there, you do hit the subscribe button on our podcast player so you don't miss any future episodes. And we will catch you all inside the group. Bye-bye. See ya.